and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the start of a brand new week. Today, I want to talk to you about a man who you probably have not heard of before. His name is Elishama. Even a lot of Bible scholars will not easily recognize his name, but he is a significant man. We don't know a whole lot of him from Scripture. In fact, what we do know gives us very little information. He's spoken of in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 36 and verses 11 and 12. It says there, when Micah, the son of Jamariah and the grandson of Shaphan, heard the messages from the Lord, he went down to the secretary's room in the palace where the administrative officials were meeting. Elishama, the secretary, was there, along with Deliah, son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Akbor, Jemariah, son of Shaphan, and Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all of the other officials. And that's it. All we know of Elishama is that he was a secretary in the king's palace. Yet he is significant, and let me tell you why. Back in 1986, archaeologists were doing an excavation in Jerusalem near what was the Old Temple. They had been searching through a lot of area very meticulously, very carefully, and coming up with a number of interesting artifacts when suddenly one of them found a round piece that looked like a coin or a button. So they took a closer look and examined it a little bit more. And it was neither a coin or a button, but it was a clay seal. It was the mark of an individual who held some authority. And the seal was identified as belonging to Elishama, servant of the king. The archaeologists were able to determine that this seal was made around 600 B.C., which is exactly the time that Elishama was in office, according to the book of Jeremiah. It proved that Elishama existed, and it proved that Elishama was a servant of the king, and it proved that the record in Jeremiah was true. Often there are people who have a difficulty accepting that the word of God is truth. They put much of it into mythology, into ideology, and crazy stories that people have somehow chosen to write down and believe. And unfortunately, even some Christians fail to accept that all of the Bible is true. They decide to pick and choose which pieces they like and throw away the ones they don't like. If they're uncomfortable with something the Bible says at one point, they say, well, we're not going to listen to that. And so they make the Bible something that's kind of like a buffet. You choose what you want and you leave the rest. Well, that's not what the Bible is. The key to understanding the Bible is in either accepting that it's completely true or it's not. If the story of creation is not true, then the rest of the Old Testament comes into doubt. If the story of David and Goliath is not true, the story of David's life comes into doubt. If Jesus did not do the miracles that the Bible claims that he performed, uh, then the reality of him being completely God and completely man comes into doubt. Well, there are some things that we need to get completely settled in our hearts and minds, and that's we will believe the Word of God. If the Bible says it, I believe it. That settles it. And we stay on that track, believing God's word. And when we make that decision about the word of God being true, then we can start to believe the promises that God has for us. 
we can start to believe that he is going to be with us always, that he's not going to turn his back on us, that he will never leave us, that he will provide for us when we need it, that he will bring healing to our bodies when we need it. We will know that our prayers are not just talking uselessly into space with nobody hearing it or wanting or able to respond to it. We will know that God hears and that he answers and that he cares. It's important that we know that it's true. I did some research on how archaeology supports the Bible, and I invite you to do that. Just do a Google search about it, because there are many archaeological discoveries that have proven that the Word of God is true, where in the past, scientists tried to say it was just nonsense. It couldn't possibly have been. But over and over and over again, archaeology is now proving that the Bible record is accurate. And so we must make very sure within ourselves that we accept that truth, that we build on that truth in our lives. The Bible is our guide for life, and we need to hang on to it and let it stay very close to us. I really like that somebody like Elishama, his name is only mentioned once, and he's just simply described as a secretary. But here we are, almost 3,000 years later, finding something that proves that he existed. I like that. And so should you. God's word is powerful. It's true. It's real. It will change your life. So fill yourself up on it. Read God's word. Let it encourage you and lift you up every day. And it will guide you and help you. And God will work through his word to speak to you. Have a great day, my friends. We'll talk again tomorrow. for listening today and I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.